Hi, this is Dr. Andrea with episode eight of the Women's Wellness Podcast. I explore wellness topics to help the caregivers of the world, aka moms, take better care of themselves. And today I want to talk about how improving your blood sugar might be the secret to unlocking your healing potential. So we need to dive a little bit into how the body processes food. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the oxidative priority of the foods you eat, which just basically means like in what order does your body burn the foods and drinks that you uh, consume, and then how you can use your blood sugar numbers to improve your overall health. So that's what we're going to cover today. So first I want to talk just a little bit about the liver. Um, your liver is an organ that filters all of your blood and it's a really important part of the digestive process. People don't really understand that because when you eat food, it goes into the stomach, the stomach breaks it down, sends it to the small intestines. The small intestines then package it into little tiny particles that then get absorbed into the bloodstream and then that is taken into the liver where the liver can filter and process and decide what needs to be sent where in order for your body to do things with it. And so the liver is a really important organ in terms of your overall metabolic health. The liver can get stagnant. It can get filled with too much sugar. It can get filled with too much fat, which then makes it difficult for the liver to do its job. So um, there's something called liver enzymes and liver enzymes are often increased much longer than blood sugar. So for example, somebody who is moving in the direction of type 2 diabetes, for example, their liver enzymes will be elevated for years before those blood sugar numbers ever start to creep into the dangerous range. This is actually called the silent scream of the liver because people will get their blood their, their blood work done, they'll get their lab results and their their doctors will be like, "Oh, your liver enzymes are a little bit elevated." but everything else looks good, those elevated liver enzymes are a sign that metabolically you're not very healthy. Your body is not able to process what you're eating well. Things are backing up into the system and it's showing up in your liver enzymes. So I just kind of wanted to start there because it's a, an important piece of the puzzle in figuring out the rest of it. Okay, so now let's talk about what happens with food you eat. The food that you eat and the things that you drink have to be processed in a certain order. And here's that order. If you have any alcohol, the alcohol in your system has to be gotten rid of first. So if you have alcohol with a bunch of chips and salsa and guacamole, and then you have tacos after that, all of the alcohol needs to be handled because it's a poison. It's got to be metabolized out before your body starts working on the chips, salsa, guacamole, and tacos. Um, so alcohol is the first thing that needs to be handled. Then any excess sugar in your blood has to be processed. Then after that, any excess sugar in your liver and your muscles have to be processed. After that, any fats in your blood will get handled. And then after that, your body fat will get handled. So you might start to see why it's a little bit hard to lose weight because first you have to handle the alcohol, then you have to handle the blood sugar, then you have to handle the liver and muscle sugar, then the fatty acids in your blood have to get worked through. And then finally we start to tap into the body fat. So that uh, oxidative priority is actually the key to learning how to decrease your blood sugars so you can start to improve your health. Okay, so let's take an example. Remember we just talked about how, like let's say we have a margarita 
with some chips and salsa and guacamole. Okay, so the margarita has alcohol. It also has a lot of sugar. The chips and salsa, the salsa is pretty healthy. The chips are a starch. They're gonna get broken down into sugars. And then the guacamole is a fat. So you take that in, you eat it uh, on a Thursday night after work. What's going to happen is your body is going to have to process that alcohol first. So since the alcohol is being processed first, it's going to break down the fatty acids, they're gonna stay in your blood and then they're gonna get packaged off and probably sent off to your liver or your body fat. In the meantime, the chips and the sugar in the margarita are going to get sent into your liver and your muscles. And then if those storage tanks are full because your liver and your muscles store sugar, um, like excess blood sugar gets stored in the liver and the muscle full first, if those tanks are full, then that's going to get converted into fat and probably stored as body fat. So here's the key to unlocking your healing potential. You have to start working through the storage tanks of food in your body. When you eat, everything gets stored somewhere. It either gets stored in your liver and your muscles or it gets stored in your fat. So you have to start unlocking those storage tanks. So the first key is you have to decrease your blood glucose enough that your body then taps into your stored sugar in your liver and your muscle. Your blood glucose, there's only about four grams, I think, of blood sugar stored in your blood glucose. That is very, very tightly regulated. So you can decrease your blood sugar by a little bit and start tapping into your liver and your muscle glycogen. However, your liver and your muscle sugar, you hold about a day's worth of sugar there. And so you won't start tapping into the fatty acids in your blood until you do complete that. So here's what this looks like in real life. Let's say you wake up in the morning and you have coffee with some sort of a creamer in it. I mean, we're coming into the fall now when I'm recording this, and so pumpkin spice is gonna be going crazy everywhere soon. And these pumpkin spice creamers are often made with you know, cream and flavoring and sugar. So let's say you put your pumpkin spice creamer into your coffee in the morning, and so that's gonna make your blood sugar go up a little bit. Then a little bit after you have your coffee, you have your breakfast, let's say you have a bagel with some cream cheese and maybe a half a glass of orange juice, that is going to go straight into your blood sugar and then into your liver and muscle glycogen. Then after breakfast, you have lunch. Let's say you have a sandwich on whole wheat bread and some chips, and then you have dinner. All of that eating is basically keeping your liver and your muscle sugar stores tapped up. They're filled up. So because they're filled up, you can never deplete them enough to get into the fatty acids into your blood. So here's what I suggest. I suggest that you start doing something very simple, which is you measure your blood sugar in the morning when you wake up. You can buy blood sugar monitors on Amazon for 20 bucks. You can buy blood sugar testing strips for not very much money. You can get very thin needles so that you can not have it hurt too much when you poke your finger and testing your blood sugar is a very easy way to see what fuel sources your bodies are working on so let's say your bodies your body so let's say you test your blood sugar first thing in the morning and it's 123 okay so then my suggestion would be let that blood sugar number drop to about 100 before you eat again 
So you would want to test it when you're hungry and see if it's about 100. I, t I take these, these numbers are random. <clears throat> Your numbers might be totally different. There's a guy named Marty Kendall out of Australia, and he's got an entire program that you can do to follow this um, and to learn how to do it. So I'm just kind of giving you verbally what he teaches, and I really encourage you to go look for his stuff. Um, but what I suggest you do is check your blood sugar, have it drop a little bit. If you're hungry, test your blood sugar and see where it's at. If it's decreased a significant amount, so like let's say it went from 123 to 100, then eat a little something. And then the next time you're going to eat, when you're hungry, check your blood sugar again. Make sure it has dropped again. So like let's say it went from 123 to 100, you eat, your blood sugar is going to go back up. Test it and see if it's at 100 again before you eat. And if it isn't, just don't eat until that blood sugar comes down. He has a totally meth uh, methodical way of learning how to do this. I'm just trying to give you an example. So let's say for the first week when you wake up, your blood sugar is about 123 and you choose to wait to eat until your, your blood sugar gets to be about 100. Okay, awesome. Then as you're starting to decrease your blood glucose and your liver and your muscle uh, sugars, those more, the, that waking blood sugar number is going to come down. So let's say it comes down from 123 to 110. You wake up in the morning, it's 110. Okay, so now you want it to de decrease a little bit more than 100 before you eat again. So you wait till it gets down to about 95. And if you're hungry and your blood sugar is at 95, you eat. And then you test it again when you're hungry. If it's down at 95, you can eat. Over time, as you're doing this, as your waking blood sugar is decreasing and the eating blood sugar is decreasing, you will be working through your blood sugar, your liver and your muscle sugar. Eventually, you will start working through the fatty acids in your blood and eventually your body fat will start to decrease. But here's where the magic happens. That time of not eating, when you're giving your body a rest and you're not making your liver constantly work to metabolize food, gives your liver a chance to heal. It gives a chance for all of those metabolic processes to go into a resting mode. And that's when you can really start to unlock your body's healing potential. Our bodies do need rest. If, they're, if we're constantly asking them to work, constantly asking them to do things for us, they never get a chance to just rest and clean and repair. And so because the liver is so important, I think that this very simple tool of using your blood sugar and decreasing the decreasing when you eat based on your blood sugar numbers gives your your liver a chance to heal and to recover and to repair and i think it can be a very powerful way for you to unlock your healing potential so let me know what you think please look up marty kendall his program is called data driven fasting you can find him on facebook and he also has an entire community dedicated around it I love his work. He's an amazing, very smart guy. I've learned so much from him. And I really want to give credit to him because he has made a huge difference in my life. And I may hope he makes a huge difference in yours. This is Dr. Andrea. Remember always to be grateful, have fun, and love lots. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.